Good evening and welcome in to the third podcast of the uh, of the series. Uh, we're going to be talking about gaming and uh, streaming tonight. It is the 13th of June. Uh, good to have you guys in on the uh, the podcast tonight. And um, yeah, mainly I want to talk about Twitch uh, and streaming on that platform. There's some news going on around uh, Twitch uh, this last week. Uh, we only touched on it last week, so I want to talk about that in general. Um, this week I've been mainly playing uh, Diablo 4. I've not a huge amount of time uh, this last week to actually do a massive amount of gaming. So the small amount of time that I have been gaming is on Diablo 4. I've uh, done a little bit of PvP on that, which has been okay. But I have got to the point with Diablo that I'm kind of feeling, not necessarily the burn with it, but the um, I kind of... I'm enjoying it, but not much, not as much as I thought I would do. Um, so maybe we can talk about that. And um, there was been a little bit of uh, interesting news regarding um, Call of Duty um, and uh, Nick Merckx uh, and a comment that he made on social media, which um, has kind of... Um, I say backfired, but a lot of the uh, the public uh, is come is, is supporting Nick Merckx and his uh, his comment that he made. Um, welcome in, guys. Daniel, welcome into the live stream. The first person in the chat. Nice to have you in. Um, we, yeah, we're just going to have a general chat tonight. This is a podcast series, very much a uh, open general chat. By all means, if you are watching this live over on YouTube, uh, enjoying the conversation. Uh, we're going to talk about streaming uh, in general tonight. I think just uh, streaming and video games and. Uh, the impact that um, platforms can have on their creators and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing and um, how um, people can be rumbled when they're live streaming as well um, very easily. Something happened to um, Harris Heller. Uh, some of you guys might know him. He's a content creator who uh, streams over on Twitch and YouTube. He's a musician as well. Did the stream beats um, music, free music for content creators and he had a Twitch um, verified staff member come in his stream uh, this week and made some very difficult comments that kind of rumbled him and threw him off a stream. It's kind of, I feel sorry for him going through that situation, but it makes you realise these bigger streamers, or these guys that have uh, you know been streaming for a long time and would be considered professional streamers, are probably easily as rumbled as much as um, as anybody else so good to kind of like well I can say good interesting to see that happen uh we can talk about that in general hope you guys are doing well um thank you for uh, say joining the podcast uh we do have uh, a patreon set up at patreon.com if you want to support the, uh, the content over there and um the rest of the content really is going to be a uh, hashtag no ad um stream and what i want to do as well is slowly uh bring in a second stream uh short stream for an hour and a half and um just kind of like have a very casual uh gaming stream uh daniel doesn't play video games anymore so i have no idea what's going on in the world with them uh anymore so it's nice to listen and learn yeah so i mean okay just to give you uh indication of where i am in in my life i recently moved house um, I say this is a, this is a, the guest spare room at the moment. Recently moved house uh, out of Sheffield into the Peak District. Um, actually, I do have a TikTok account uh, where you guys can see uh, my renovations. It's a, it's an old um, it's an old <coughs> uh, Grade Two listed um, coach house 
over in the Peak District, and it requires a lot of work, a lot of maintenance, a lot of love. And um, after having about five years off doing any sort of building work, I've decided to take it upon myself to uh, to renovate this house. Um, I also in full time work now as well, so that's gonna be interesting. And I also have two children, so um, it's gonna be a slow burn at the weekends, but we're just chipping away at it. It's very very nice, um, but because of that my ability to play uh, video games and stream and all that sort of stuff has been reduced to nothing so um, I say nothing I do get a few hours in the evenings and just chill out which is nice um, I want to do I want to do a little bit more though I do miss hanging out and chatting to people and I think the podcast is kind of a representation of kind of bringing in a little show for an hour and a half um, I also kind of want to introduce games. I do enjoy games, like um, the majority of you guys do. Um, and uh, maybe just try and squeeze an, an hour, an hour and a half in back into the olden days. Um, Daniel, grown up. Uh, Daniel, uh, in in the uh, in the chat, in the live chat, um, used to uh, used to join the streams back in 2015, 2016, when I was uh, streaming on YouTube. Um, but it seems like he's um, he's back in school now and has no time to play games. Uh, which I know that feeling all too well. Sometimes it's good to have a little break from the video games. And in fact, when we did move house, we had no internet. And it's surprisingly quite liberating almost not playing video games at all. I almost did miss it. And we got the internet back up and running. So I was able to kind of um, play a bit. In fact, we've got Starlink here. We're out in the countryside. So I did try and go down the route of using 4G. 4G data wasn't very good at the time. In fact, it has picked up uh, since we moved in. Tried the landline and the landline was terrible. Could probably get maybe about uh, half up, which was no good. So I'm on Starlink at the moment and it's um, we, we, we're able to stream. Things are going fairly okay. It's a bit intermittent, but hopefully um, it will be enough to hold a, a stream and also maybe play some games at some point. At the same time, we'll see. I don't, don't think it will be competitive gaming, um, but uh, yeah. Let's see, we'll see what happens. Anyway, that's kind of where I'm at in my life at the moment. It's, life's very busy and hectic, so I kind of feel like having this little podcast in where we can have a conversation, and I do want to start opening this up to the podcast um, to maybe guests or my brother's expressed an interest in joining me on a Tuesday night just talking rubbish and um, ranting over the, uh, the, the, uh, the gaming industry world, I suppose. Uh, he is quite the, um, I, say, I say an expert, but he's he's kind of from the other angle he's developing a game at the moment he's worked at uh, Activision um, Blizzard way back in the uh, the early 2010 2000s late 2010s noughties whatever um, so he's kind of sees it from a different perspective I guess I've been very much a, uh, a video game player he you know he does play games but a bit more casual than I am I'll be more like a, I'm a PC builder a gamer um, but I tend to kind of like I don't even though I I suppose when I when I was streaming, I tried to take it quite uh, competitively, but I've never been like top tier uh, FPS gamer, even though I enjoy them and I enjoy the competitive nature of uh, playing games, especially streaming. I'm going to talk about streaming tonight, so I guess we can touch on this. I mean, um, streaming for me back in 2015 was uh, YouTube up until 2018. 2018, um, moved over to Twitch due to Twitch offering me a partnership and also being on the front page. Um, and um, I kind of had a very weird, um, a weird and up and down um, relationship with Twitch. The only reason why I'm possibly, well, I, I still kind of do a little bit of content on Twitch is down to the fact that I um, 
enjoy the people there, the community there. I've got to meet some nice friends and I kind of feel like I want to hang out with them. But at the end of it, I, um, I don't think the platform is in a good space. I think there's so much they can do that they fail to do. I think uh, they are hemorrhaging money from themselves. And um, I feel that... I don't know, as a platform, they're a lot smaller than they let on to be. And I think um, if the numbers actually came true uh, and shown true, then they um, the streamers would probably jump ship, advertisers would jump ship a bit more, or they would basically charge less. I mean, the, the platform is very top-heavy on its creators. They've obviously got some very big heavy hitters on the creators. I'm not, not the platform. It's not a terrible platform to be on. But the way they deal with um, things is... Um, it's the communication side of things and the way they just kind of do things without actually saying um so i mean the, the the most recent thing last week was this um they they forced everyone to sign a new contract uh and if you don't sign a new contract as a partner then you lose your partnership and you go into affiliate if you don't sign the affiliate contract and you're forced to basically cancel your affiliate contact contract they will charge you 25 dollars uh, so basically, a lot of the smaller end streamers are getting forced to sign a contract. Um, they basically didn't like that content creators were basically uh, getting sponsorships on their streams um, and wanted basically a piece of the pie. So uh, they they are like, right, well, you're not you're not doing third party sponsorships. Uh, it has everything has to go through Twitch? We want a piece of that. And uh, if you don't you know, sign a contract, then you can't, you know, get your partnership money. I think that backfired a hell of a lot. A lot of people uh, gave a lot of keep back, and they, on social media, they they did say, "Oh, no, we're really sorry. We're not gonna, we're not gonna do this." But it turned out that the um, the actual contract uh, didn't change uh, in on the um, the written contract. So even they said they they were gonna change it, they didn't change it. So it's a bit of a shitty move from them, and um, uh, it's it's very typical of Twitch to kind of do these things and not actually talk it through they had i don't know it's, there's this there is so much there is so much i can do aiden welcome in mate hello dude um uh slowly this is this is we're on podcast number three now it's the third week in a row that i've uh um i've done this we're slowly slowly ramping things up we're gonna do um yeah we're just talking about twitch and the issues of twitch and the problems with twitch um I mean, it's, it's, I'm in a very unique standing point because I've been through, um, been through the front page system. I've been through um, 2018, 2019. Um, I was very, um, I say, close to the uh, the London Twitch department. They, uh, I was, you know, I, was, I had a had a rep there that would help me out and stuff like that. But Twitch is lost within its um, confines of its own platform, and I kind of feel that this there is quite a bit they can do to improve it now um look i, I could hate on twitch to the um to the end of the days well i'm not going to hate on twitch i kind of feel there is a platform here that they can work on what they're trying to do is monetize their content creators to get more money so they can pay for the bills and i get that amazon is kind of propping up uh, twitch massively at the moment there's so many positives about twitch um but at the end of the day as a business model it's not working and there, there is so much wasted talent and content on Twitch that they could develop and um, just, I mean, take this for example. And I talked about this last week very, very briefly. But if you think about um, the the Twitch clips that you get from, you know, um, 
from having a cool funny moment on your clips you can take that clip you can then re-upload that to other social media and then one of the, the one of the craziest batshit things that twitch staff tend to say is if you want to grow on twitch grow on other platforms and it's and for me if you're if if you're a business and you say if you want to grow your business here go and grow your business elsewhere like why is it why isn't twitch creating the tools within their platform so that twitch streamers don't have to go away and do something else so take clips right clips are a great short snippet of something cool that's happened in on on the on on um in, in a game or on your stream right and you want to take that i mean all streamers do is you take that clip and you put it on social media like tiktok or you put it on youtube shorts or youtube you know on your youtube and um you then get exposure for that why on earth hasn't some bright spark over at twitch said you know what we need to have our own tiktok app but shorts app or clips app call it twitch clips i don't know call it make it an app and with AI now, you can you can very easily create AI um, editors that can take that clip uh, because obviously it, it's the clips generally on social media are um, portrait. Um, yeah, you need to keep this within Twitch. Don't as a business make an app within Twitch. This has to be within Twitch. You can't otherwise. You're just making another platform outside of Twitch. Keep it. You know, Twitch has got all this available. It's got a very basic editor at the moment. But if you had an app that was dedicated towards creating a, uh, a gaming sort of like shorts or a Twitch shorts type thing with a, an AI editor, so you can turn your content up. It would cut your webcam up and put your gameplay down the bottom. Um, using ai and then and then they would um they help you tag it and then they basically ran it like tiktok it would be an amazing advertising tool and this is the one thing about twitch twitch is so focused on the live all right so so focused on the live it in my mind if you're not streaming and as and you know as a streamer you feel that if you're not streaming on Twitch and you want to be a Twitch streamer, then if you're not doing that, then, you f- then you're not growing because everything's about putting your face in front of the camera. But with YouTube, it's complete opposite. I used to do an hour and a half stream, uh, albeit every night when I was on YouTube. Um, but it's five days a week, hour and a half stream. And that's what I did. Now, Anthony, hello, mate. Welcome in. Nice to have you in. Um, and over courts, welcome to you guys. Hello. Uh, I, I, well, I do need to sort my overlays out. I know you guys can't see each other, YouTube and Twitch and stuff like that. We will do this. I mean, I was going to say I was going to get rid of Twitch, but I think I will keep Twitch going. We'll just do the trouble chats, maybe on the podcast. Um, and uh, we'll then maybe on the gaming one, just keep it on YouTube. I don't know. We'll see how we go with that. Um, but at the moment, we're just keeping it very, very raw. Um, literally, on my, on my OBS stream, I've got audio and webcam and that is it there is no overlay there's no there's no notifications and no nothing there is literally this is just a podcast this this podcast uh even though we're going live and we are doing this on stream um this will be turned into an audio uh, only feed and go up on spotify uh, and apple and that'll be it 
Um, so yeah, welcoming guys. Nice to have you here. Beautiful to have a, a conversation with you all. Uh, so you guys can be part of the uh, the chat. Um, yeah, so, okay, Aiden makes a very good point. You can also find a new streamer and click on the clips and then flick through the shorts reel or the shorts clips. Um, yeah, and can you imagine if if they were live, if you were scrolling through um, the TikTok version of Twitch clips, right, and we're talking about how to improve Twitch, we want to make it better because people do use that platform, um, you could have it. So it would say on the, on the, on the short or on the clip, when someone's watching it, instead of crawling up, it would say, this content creator is currently live. And then you click on it and it's open up the usual Twitch channel and it would just ping you straight into that thing with the chat, live chat and the, um, you know, the the, uh, the, the the gameplay or the chat, wherever it is. I mean, to me, that would be an amazing source of discovery for, um, for content creators. You could generate ad revenue from the clips with uh, Twitch, they can make monetize basically monetize that, um, and I just I don't understand. And what what and this is the thing, right? Twitch is all about super long form content, right? It's about like a stream on Twitch. And I said when I stream on YouTube, I used to stream for an hour and a half, right? Uh, an hour and a half to two hours max was my longest stream, unless I did like a hype stream for say the um, uh, the Overwatch event dropping and they would be five hours, six hours max and that'd be a very unusual stream. We'd get lots and lots of people in um, and it would be uh, it'd be mega, mega, mega stream and it would be big hype but we only did one of those once every two months and that was it. Normally there'd be an hour and a half. Like an extension for Chrome, like to, it's, yeah, yeah, pretty much like an extension but the, the app would need an extension or I suppose a link because if it's on your phone, I mean you got to remember I think the majority of people well, I say the majority of people watch Twitch. I'd like to think that people would either watch Twitch on the handset on the mobile phone, uh, or they watch it while playing a um, a uh, playing a game. Right now, if you're on the um, <clears throat> if you're scrolling on TikTok, it's very unlikely that you'll be playing a game because TikTok is one of those very short form um, platforms that require constant. Uh, attention because you got to scroll up scroll left or you know you got you basically you're scrolling through the feed uh, where when you're playing a video game on your desktop you tend to leave something on the background like you put netflix on or you use amazon prime when you're playing a video game especially these like mmos and these um i mean diablo 4 is a classic one it's very action rpg you don't need to listen to stories sometimes you just to grind levels whatever you just put it on in the background and you just you know you put twitch on it's like having somebody else in the room while you're playing a game and you listen to someone talk and chat um, and just kind of like, um, you, you feel like you're not, let's say alone, but you're within a community and you can jump in chat and, you know, talk and you feel like you're just, you know, you're just chilling and playing a game. And I think a lot of people, and this is the difference between Twitch and YouTube, YouTube's a bit more interactive, I find, in terms of it's a short stream. Um, whereas Twitch, um, the audience uh, fluctuates more into the longer form stream. So you get the stream, people that stream for like five, six, seven hours a day, every day. And people don't tend to just put that guy on in their background and listen to them in the background while they're just having a conversation. Um, and this is the one thing that I discovered when I was streaming is that if like the one of the main reasons why I decided to go for a podcast um, stream is that I find if I'm playing video games, um, I am unable to hold a conversation and I will lose chat i'm like in the middle of something i'm like oh you know nice to have you in how's it going aiden oh really good to see you mate blah, blah. and then all of a sudden i get distracted by the game and then i'm like oh where was i and my, my like it's like the, the short-term memory of like <clears throat> what i was saying as two seconds ago disappears 
So the idea of the idea of this is that I then have a more direct uh, and more focused conversation. And see, these these streams will be shorter. They'll be like an hour, maybe an hour and a half. These podcasts, and we get to have like a proper full on conversation about stuff. Um, and 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 it's like that. We talk talk out this this stream in itself, uh, this podcast, and how um, I I feel this is a better a better direction for my content because I'm I'm able to I'm not able to do as much as I used to. I've got less time and therefore the time I want to spend with you guys, I want to be a bit more quality and a bit more kind of like um, direct and able to have a full on conversation. And hopefully the guys that listen to this podcast won't get too lost in it if I'm um, and I'm, this is another skill that I feel that I'm going to have to kind of learn uh, as I'm doing this live uh, by bringing in the live chat to the podcast and having a bit of a two way. So if you guys are watching this as a podcast um, up on <clears throat> up on Spotify or Apple, uh, Tuesday nights, 9.30 p.m. GMT, um, we have a, 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 the podcast is over on YouTube and also on Twitch. Um, <clears throat> it says the podcast is topic based or random. Yeah, so it is topic based. I want to do it predominantly on games um, and, and the structure of the podcast eventually. I mean, this is only in episode three at the moment. Uh, the podcast will go more or less something like this. Uh, we'll talk about gaming news. Um, or stuff that's happened within the gaming sphere in the last week. Um, I want to do a showcase of one particular game. Uh, at the moment, I'm unable, or have been unable to play a new game since last week. Last week we did Diablo Four. Um, I've not done. <clears throat> I've not been. I was going to play uh, System Shock, but I had a chance to do that this last week because I've been busy. Um, and I want to structure these podcasts a bit more. So we're going to talk about uh, one particular game and then we're going to talk about maybe mods or retro gaming for a little bit. And then we talk about the community stuff going on. Uh, and then um, that'll be kind of it for the podcast. This week, um, I'm going to theme the theme of the podcast is actually on Twitch. We've been talking about Twitch a little bit already um, and about things that I feel that Twitch could do to improve their platform. They probably don't listen to me. In fact, when I uh, when I suggested when I suggested when I um, basically wrote to the Twitch staff saying I no longer want to be on front page. I think it's uh, front page is extremely damaging to uh, any content creator that wants to grow um, uh, or any streamer that wants to grow because it's a very fake um, environment to stream onto. Um, I wrote them a. I wouldn't say a thesis, but I wrote a breakdown of all the things that I felt they had got completely wrong um, with being people on front page. And I um, I didn't get any feedback from that. I, I, I basically listed out all the things that I felt the front page shouldn't be and what it should be. Um, in fact, we can talk about some of them now. OK, so um, just so you guys are aware, um, when you are on front page, uh, the views that you get from front page are obviously listed on the number of views that you have live when people are watching you. Um, but if somebody has opened the front page of Twitch and you are on the carousel on the top three streams, um, that counts as a view. Even though that person who's on the front page of Twitch isn't actually engaged in your stream or even watching your stream, it still counts as a view, uh, which is why that you find front page streamers have a lot of... Um, a lot of views okay but they're fake views and it's the same it's the same scenario with embeds so you'll find and this is initially this this category um uh say so the category of elder scrolls online for example is supported by embeds if you didn't have embeds you'd realize just how little people were actually watching elder scrolls online 
uh, even though it's supposedly one of the bigger or main MMOs out there. Twitch is losing money right now. Ads are running constantly, so the quality is getting worse for streamers. Yeah, this is the thing, right? So, and this is another exact reason why I feel streaming on YouTube is a much better platform to stream on. Okay, so um, I have put one um, set of ads on my YouTube because I feel that YouTube will not push that stream if I didn't put it on. Uh, and obviously I want to stream, so I want to uh, get some exposure. And if I didn't have that initial add-on, I think YouTube would lessen the impact of the stream. Um, because of the, it's a money-making. I mean, you've got to remember, any of these platforms, Twitch or YouTube, they've got to make money. Twitch is struggling to make money at the moment, and they are ramping up the adverts. And uh, I kind of feel that's a little bit of a a difficult thing because it breaks, you know, a stream should be fluid. Um, the great thing about YouTube is that I can say, right, when the stream starts, there is an ad. And then after that, there is no ads. So once you're in, you're in. Uh, and I think that's how a stream should be because you don't want to miss out on content because an ad all of a sudden just decides to pop up and just like, oh, you know, come through. And I think, you know, I mean, like ads are, if they just, if Twitch put banner ads on their streams or if they had like little side panels with ads on, that would be a much better experience for the viewer than having a... Um, you know, uh, an ad plastered over content that they can't control. Or, you know, I know they tried to put it in the streamer's hand, but generally a streamer doesn't want to throw an ad up. Um, and so, you know, ads are the bigger form of money, I suppose, for a platform like Twitch over subs. Again, I've got another thing about, I've got a thing about subs about fixing it. Um, fixing, uh, fixing Twitch. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I think... I think so much Twitch has got right, so much Twitch has got wrong. The community on Twitch is very, very good. A lot of people, um, uh, like the reason why I'm still going back to Twitch is the people. The platform I dislike, the people I love. Uh, and I met some, like Aiden, for example, who's in earlier. earlier. I've not seen Aiden on stream probably for the last year and a bit. Uh, we used to play a lot together. We stream a lot together uh, way back in the day. And um, I, uh, I I went to his birthday party in uh you know uh where, where he lives um this 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 year and it was so nice to go down and see him it's the first time i met him in person and I, i'm not like i would say that i would never get that uh in on youtube but just the support that other twitch streamers because we're all in it together and like there's a bit much more of a community feel on twitch Titanic, welcome in um whereas youtube is a little bit more and i think this is conducive to the actual content because streams on youtube are a little bit less uh kind of like they're short snappy people are on vods therefore not being live all the time whereas twitch is all about being live and about the community kind of feel that everyone has um so uh they're different and which is one of the reasons i i keep going back to twitch because I, I love you guys on there not the company i think the company is just doing itself wrong and ads why why would you why does why does a platform feel the need to put an ad over a stream that has less than 50 concurrent viewers i mean how much money are they going to get from that ad for 50 people it can't be much like if you're if you're over a thousand concurrent viewers then i think a um a channel should be at it yeah i mean no, say a thousand a thousand is probably quite high maybe maybe if you had a if you have a hundred concurrent plus then you would get ads under that let the streamer go or you know maybe maybe keep it 75 if you're not partnered 
Why are they putting adverts on your stream? They don't need to. Keep the keep the smaller streamers, or, or give the give the smaller streamers the opportunity to grow without throwing ads on them. You don't need to have a guy that has got like three people watching him, and ad forced on his stream to break his stream up. Let the guy focus on creating, uh, getting better at streaming. There's nothing worse than, you know, um, having a, a new guy streaming and he's just trying to get better, trying to talk and trying to get everything going, and that ad pops up and basically. Or, you know, people are flicking through the lower bottom streamers. Let it all be ad-free, all right? And this is the thing. Okay, so ads, I think, things, and no ads should be on streamers, say, sub to, uh, less than 75 concurrent, maybe less than 50 concurrent. I don't know what the numbers are. Keep that low. I also think that the, uh, the Twitch subs, if you have, say, less than, um, let's pick out a number here, uh, five... Uh, where's my calculator? Uh, calculator, let's do this properly. So, I think it's an oversaturated. The thing is, you say it's an oversaturated market, I think. But at the same time, I think there's enough people out there to to build their own little communities if they want to. I, 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 you know, streaming doesn't have to be for everyone. You know, uh, I think the top end streamers is oversaturated sure but there's always room for new right so if you had 30 subs and what's a sub five pounds or, or, or a uh, yeah a sub a sub on twitch so it's about five quid right why doesn't twitch just give your first 30 subs a hundred percent to the new streamers if you have if you have 30 your first 30 or less subs a month is free i mean that gives that gives the person it's only 150 pounds it's not massive get the guys on the platform get the bottom people able to build and feel like they got worth something and they can get amount of money i mean it's 150 a month is not even a wage i mean that, that you know you're not even living off that. I mean, if you wanted to kind of, if you wanted to encourage streamers to go like a part time, uh, you know, for half uh, part time at home, what are you looking at? If you could get, if you could get, I don't know, um, seven hundred dollars a month as a part time mum working at home, um, doing streaming. So divide that by five, seven hundred. Yeah, cancel that, seven hundred. Uh, divided by five as 140 subs maybe if you did like a uh, hundred first hundred subs they're probably thinking oh my god we're missing out of the money um but look it, this is how they do it right you have your first let's say your first 50 or 100 subs it's 250 pounds 500 pounds is free subs you get 100 percent of that money five pound subs uh and then um you don't run ads over those uh, Daniel got to head off. We've got a seminar with the British Dairies tomorrow morning to get me some sleep. Yeah, okay, Captain. No problem, mate. I will. Uh, I will see you. Um, see you soon, Daniel. Thanks for joining in every Tuesdays. Every Tuesdays for the podcast. Um, have a good one, buddy. Um, so he gives. And by the way, I am spitballing a bit here. So I'm just. This is off the top of my head, as well as a few notes that I've written down for the stream. It is there is there is a little bit of con, a little bit of structure, but we're 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 free running here. Um, so unless that I don't know maybe it's first first 50 or first 100 right 
Um, did you know that Kiko introducing $16 an hour to stream for simple requirements of being a good streamer, no numbers involved? I did not know that. Now that, that is interesting. Uh, $16 an hour. So is there a maximum amount of hours that you can stream? Okay, um, so Kick is a new rival platform that's been uh, for streaming, that's come out. And I think uh, when Twitch made this thing about the, um, the comments of uh, uh, we're going to take your ad revenue, you're not allowed to have second sponsorships, you're having have everything else go for Twitch, blah, 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 and it backfired. Kick came out um, with um, with this thing like, if you don't sign your affiliate and you want to cancel your um oh did you get an ad oh <laughs> uh, ad, ads on twitch uh soz i mean if if if, if i if, <clears throat> if if we've just had an ad roll on twitch which is the hilarity of it auto generated nothing to do with me this is my problem i have got i mean <clears throat> Bear in mind that I've not been streaming for a long time. I've got six concurrent people on Twitch, right? Those six people on Twitch have just been suffered with an Amazon corporate advert on on something. It's just like, why, why are you... I mean, how much did they make from watching six people and doing an advert? I mean, wh how much did Twitch make from that? Nothing. Why are they even doing that? Um, and interesting, actually, I mean, I, I run an Amazon shop at work um, and... Last year, Amazon decided that every single product that is sold on Amazon will be subjected to a 15% charge just because you're using the Amazon platform. Now, this didn't exist. Uh, this didn't exist uh, before. So when you're selling on Amazon, that 15% never existed. You got 15% more profit. All of a sudden, Amazon said, right, you know what? We need to make some more money. I don't know quite when they need to make more money because they got quite a bit of money, but we're going to make we're make fifteen percent more. I guess it was post pandemic, wasn't it? So they're like, right, we need to make more money here, uh, and they just basically said fifteen percent, boom, everything gets put on fifteen percent. So all of a sudden, uh, you'll find that sellers are like, how am I going to do? Am I going to put my prices up by fifteen percent, or am I going to take a fifteen percent hit? Now fifteen percent on Amazon doesn't sound like much, but that margin is huge because that is your competitive margin you're selling a product to make it a competitive you know competitive against the other people that you're selling at and for amazon they made an absolute killing for the sellers that is a massive loss to the point i mean but but by the time i know we digressed here from amazon but this is the beauty of the podcast um so um when you sell to amazon you have um you have the uh, obviously the, the posting fees out if you do an fba which oh, we all our products are fba so we send it to amazon and then they send it from amazon they uh they then ship it for us which works for our business model some people have it just as um they send all the stuff out themselves um we don't do that because we're a big company and we haven't got time to be sending little orders out all the time so we send on mass to amazon and then amazon ship it out for us um so um we've got the storage fees we've got the this the seller's fees uh they got the cut of 15 percent um and then there is ads as well so if we want to run ads on our products which we do on some of them because it's a competitive market and if we want to get up you know in front of people sometimes especially with new products um that costs us as well and what we found what um, we i'm the only one that runs the shop at work at the moment um but what i found was is that by the time you put all of those costs in um 
the product that's going out the door versus the money that's coming in is so little um, I was wondering whether it was worth our while. Now, what I did is adjust the ads recently uh, and we're making a lot more money. Um, so, because we're not reliant on the ads as much as we were when we started. But with that platform, I mean, how, as a new, as a new seller, how do you make money when literally Amazon, unless you've got a unique product and you're not fighting against other people, a very competitive market, obviously, Amazon, because everyone goes there for the cheapest item. And don't get me wrong, there is stuff on Amazon that goes for so cheap, it's ridiculous, and I have no idea how people make money on it. Um, and, and I will give you an example for this. Um, and <laughs> Amazon works in a very weird way. Uh, you can auto-enroll your product if it's barcoded. Let's say if I buy, I buy this Stream Deck, and I bought 10,000 of these, and I've got a good discount price on them, and I put them all up, um, and instead of them being like £100 each, I've managed to um, get them for 95 And I say, look, you know what, Amazon, you just adjust the price. If it comes down in price, you auto-adjust it. Let's say some guy puts on 100 Steam decks by accident on at 50 quid each. Um, Amazon will come along and go, oh, hang on a minute, this guy's got um, Steam decks going for 50 quid. Therefore, the market rate must be 50 quid. If you even roll for auto price adjustment, we will reduce your ones to match the lowest. So it puts everybody else, yours, down to the lowest one. So if it's 50 quid, all of us, your stock will suddenly start selling 50 quid. Um, now, if you don't keep a tabs on your stock, then you could be in a situation where you basically, you've just sold all your profit, all your stock at a loss. Um, now, if you know what you're looking for, you can pick up on these bargains. Um, and <laughs> it's quite boring, but we sell um, nuts, bolts, washers. Uh, from work and there was this um, box of bolts on um, that would normally they're high quality bolt uh, they use for the construction industry you get 60 in a box and they normally sell uh, for about 80 quid for a box it seems quite expensive but that's the performance that you're buying right um, but some guy down in Somerset put them on at 15 quid and I think what he did was that he got the wrong product he thought it was a zinc plated bolt not stainless steel stainless steel is a lot more expensive than zinc and he put them on at 15 quid and he obviously sent a lot of stock to Amazon to sell it and knowing that they were underpriced by about uh, what are 80 quid 65 quid I bought the entire the entirety of his stock and it became a bit of a, a meme at work because every time the new stock came on, I'm like, right, we're buying more, we're buying more. And the reason why I wanted to buy them out is because I wanted to then resell the product that we bought off Amazon at the higher price. Amazon wouldn't let me do that. They wouldn't actually let me put the product on at the proper retail price because this price had basically undercut everybody. So what I did uh, is I bought all of his stock I then split the stock up into packs of five and then sold the packs of five on Amazon for, I think they sell for about 10 quid each. Bear in mind, I get uh, six packs out of one of the 15 quid. So we made an absolute killing on that. Um, that's a very small example. You don't want to get that every day, but if you know what you're looking for, is Amazon is, is kind of a weird thing. You can, you can game it if you know how it works. But the point is, Amazon pressed the money button. Now, Amazon obviously own Twitch and they want to press the money button on Twitch, but they don't know how to press the money button on Twitch because there's no money in Twitch or no button to press. Content creators are kind of, uh, it's a very fragile um, ecosystem in some respects as a streamer because literally your stream could be, be amazing one day and if you stick with one game, that game could be great. 
and if you don't diversify, uh, if that's if that game goes down the pan, then all of a sudden uh, your stream will likely go down the pan as well. Now, um, take for example the Elder Scrolls Online stream. Uh, we can drop back onto Elder Scrolls Online because I had been streaming it for many years. Uh, well, so the last few years anyway. Um, what we discovered with the community within Elder Scrolls Online is that if you stop streaming Elder Scrolls Online because you're an Elder Scrolls Online streamer, um, albeit many of the views are embeds on that game because there are lots of websites because it's it's an uh, MMORPG, therefore there are lots of guides on how to do your builds and stuff like that. And a lot of people embed those streams on their websites and they get lots of views because of that. It's all fake views. Um, <laughs> yeah, embeds fake views. Um, but the um, as soon as those streamers jump off and play something like Apex Legends or something else, they would go from a hundred year base down to basically their embeds, and it's just like, what are you doing? Well, you know, it's just it's it's, it's a very temperamental industry, and if you're going to survive in it, you need to. And I, and I know I was lolling about the diversification of content um, within TikTok, and therefore, uh, sorry, Twitch, and they should add a TikTok place app, but really, Twitch should be secondary in my mind, to YouTube, uh, if, if you're going to do it. Um, Anthony says, personally, I feel it's the gaming industry. Megacorps have taken over a lot of the games and ruined everything. Right. Don't get me started on this, because this, I feel, is another another epic conversation that we can have. Um, in fact, sorry, you, know, you have got me started on this, and we will talk about this in some respects, um, because I feel that... Look, I, I, this... Uh, it's a, it's a, I, I completely agree with you. I feel that the gaming industry has been messed over by the mega corporations and it's become a money-making thing. I can go one step further and I believe that games have now become a, a way to distract and to uh, control populations because it dull, null, uh, numbs them and makes them um, basically zombies and not question authority. And literally, if you can get people at home playing video games... Uh, Microsoft is all about doing this right with Bill Gates and vaccines. I'm going to stick my little tinfoil hat on in a minute and go even more rabbit holey. But I kind of feel that there's um, there is a real push into getting video games um, more addictive. Fortnite, for example, is is one of those games that they they employed psychologists to work out how to make the most addictive content to drive kids to basically play the game more so they can make more money. Um, now, if your development strategy is instead of making, I mean, it obviously worked for Fortnite, but if your development strategy for a game is to um, work out how to make the game more addictive than actually to create a good game. Uh, now, I'm not going to say that Fortnite is a terrible game. Um, obviously, it's done very well, but I kind of feel that um like Fortnite made a in my mind a big mistake when they added bots into the um into the uh 100 arena because in my mind that should be an f uh, a pvp game um not with pvp bots because it's a um you know it's a battle royale battle royale should not have bots in it uh, but they wanted kids to make the feel they wanted kids to feel good uh and that they wouldn't getting stomped all the time um so they uh they focused on, you know, giving kids a bit more kind of fun over actual reality. 
of say reality but you know what i mean about actually the fact that you suck um and because obviously if you suck at a game because you're getting beaten up you don't play as much um yeah and because it was just random uh, i guess and this is the thing right a battle royale does well when it's random people because it means that the top streamers can go in not being pitted against themselves other top streamers or top players because if you if you put an mmr ranking system in those games it becomes very sweaty and i know they had done it becomes a really sweaty um sweaty thing same reason skill-based matchmaking is a thing yeah skill-based matchmaking is like you've you got to balance it right lean here welcome in you have to balance a, a battle royale to uh good quality viewership um uh to i guess a, i guess a stream or whatever um but you've also got to balance the uh experience of the player as well so if the player's having a shit time because they're being pitted against high value players all the time because there's no skill based matchmaking, then um, they're not going to play. But if you have a lobby full of very skillful players, um, you'll get the guys that are sweating hard, getting a bit frustrated, and um, not being able to stomp all the time and just like rage quitting because they're basically pitted but they're in match. And this is the same thing. This is why in Overwatch, for example, you'll get players that. Um, smurf because they don't want to play sweaty um, GM and masters all the time they want to go down and just like you know have a bit of fun and ruin some other people's games and I say ruin other people's games because there's nothing worse than trying to climb your way out of platinum and going to diamond and having smurfs all the time coming in and just you know it's their fun but at the cost of other people's um, and I kind of feel that it's not cheating but I just kind of feel that you know it's like playing football against a load of six, seven-year-olds when you're, you know, in your teens or, you know, low pros coming down and chitting over people in, in, the, in their teens. You know, it's, 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 not, there's, it's always not going to be fun for one person. So it's a it's difficult balance to get, I suppose, uh, with, with, um, with those games. Um, but, yeah, I think the, the industry has, has definitely pushed away from the original i guess model of video games which is you know where you've got small studios creating games for the sake of the games that they love and then when money's involved um all of a sudden oh we can create some more cool stuff and then all of a sudden it's like well how can we extract more money from the people playing our games um and elder scrolls online is very much um is is very much um is is part of that it's just, it's just the dopamine high in game is real high yeah d- dopamine it's kind of interesting we're all being suckered into that massive dopamine hits uh and imbalances and it's kind of like the instant gratification of um short form content in terms of i i never could understand why uh, a platform like twitch could exist um, when I was when it first came out, I thought, who the hell is going to watch a 15 second or shorter video? Like, and it was 15 seconds long. That was it. And it's just like, as a content creator, it's almost like a goal. It's like 15 seconds. I mean, 15 seconds to do a video. It's like you've really got. A, there's, there's a lot you can cram in 15 seconds. And I've also opened it up to a minute now, three and five minute long videos. I mean, in fact, my TikToks and my home building account is. A lot of the videos are probably three to five minutes because I'm going through my day's work about what I've been doing. Uh, and I know a lot of the other content creators like to um, like to speed up and, you know, do do. I mean, it's a short, quick platform. But I'm for me, TikTok is about 
uh, creating a uh, a library a journey of our of our house renovation for my family um, as well as um, for me but I want to share it with the world because you know we're in a historical building and I kind of feel having a like a, a historical account of it is quite a cool thing to have and I can't really shove that all in you know uh, a signal chat or a whatsapp chat because it just gets lost with everything else but you know on a platform it's just literally a timeline and it makes it easier uh, for me and I kind of for me that's hopefully I'm not going to get my tiktok banned um I don't think I save all my TikTok videos. I have I have got a YouTube channel set up for it as well, but it's just more for people of my family that want to watch YouTube and don't have TikTok. Um, but yeah, the, the 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 receptacles of our of us now are massive. Like they're so kind of like bombarded with instant gratification, instant satisfaction. I mean, even weirdly watching like the movie clips on TikTok where they're a minute long, I find myself watching even though i watched the movie i know what's going to happen i find myself looking at it because obviously it's good cine- uh, cinematography and it's it's great um it's a good film i'm just like there i'm like i know i'm only gonna watch the 60 seconds of this video of this movie but i still find myself doing I'm like what am i doing some guys just chopped up a film and put it on tiktok it's like what the f- where am i doing this it's mental but you just feel yourself compelled to watch it dot welcome in to the uh to podcast mate um, we're just we're just talking. We've actually gone all over the place tonight. We've we're talking Twitch. We're talking gaming, uh, and we're talking about. Um, it's, I guess I guess the overall arcing conversation tonight is money, and how it's impacted uh, Twitch and how it's impacting other platforms and games as well. Um, and um, it's kind of it's a very weird it's a very weird domain at the moment for gaming and for. Um, I think online as well. And I th- uh, do I do we go down the, the AI rabbit hole? Um, I mean, we've mentioned about. I think AI should help generate content for um, for well, AI should be. I think they need to implement AI tools in content creation to make it easier to get your content and edit your content up in front of people. For for example. Um, shorts and videos if if you had if you had an ai assistant that was able to look at your stream and go that was a great clip let's put that into a video um and i'll, I'll just do it for you then that'd be in my mind an amazing thing to have it because like, as as content creators are generally individual solo people right um it is until you get bigger that you get a team of people that help edit and help um help clip and help um drive your content out onto other platforms if there was an AI tool that allowed you to clip and edit and throw other content up, um, then it would be uh, that 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 for me would be a great use of AI. And this is like, why aren't Twitch developing these tools? The intention span for kids today versus back is awful. Teachers fixed hits of interest and mold the brain development towards algorithms. That's mental. AI is going to be the end of us. Oh man, I, I AI is. Thing is, I like AI. I use AI. I've I've used AI in Photoshop for um, it's basically spanning images out instead of like doing a. If I wanted a bit more sky because the ratio of the image is not right, I'd copy, I'd paste, and then I'd just manipulate it myself. AI, you can just basically drag it and say extend the sky, and it does it for you, and perfect. Doing technical drawings though, it is terrible. Like, and I'm sure it'll get better, but um, generally, 
with with the work that I do, it's a lot of CAD based drawing. It's very technical. It's very specific. Everything needs to be exactly where it is. And there is no way that AI at the moment can do those drawings. It just doesn't work. It doesn't look right. It doesn't look, doesn't look um doesn't look good. Bard is awesome, prompting a new skill. Bard, but is is Bard a, is what is Bard? Is Bard a uh, an AI website? Meet Bard, uh, your creative and helpful collaborator here to surcharge your imagination, boost your productivity, and bring ideas to life. Oh, this is a Google thing. Um, I have not seen this. I will need to. Um, Bard can draft a design brief for your bookstore's new logo. Bard can help you explain to your kids why the sky is blue. All right, okay, I'll have a little play around with that. Um, uh, you heard the new Michael Jackson song made by AI. No, I had not. Oh, my God. Uh, with a VPN, you can access it. I don't think it's available to the UK. Uh, it, uh, let's have a look. Try Bard. Uh, more, more, more. I agree. Uh, as you, as you try Bard, please remember Bard will not always get it right. I know we can get Bard up. I'm I'm on Bard at the moment. Um, let's see if I can. Can you guys see this? Hold on. There we go. Uh, you see, we've got Bard. Um, uh, uh welcome in, dude. Hello, mate. So, Bard is a bit like ChatGTP, right? I'm Bard, your creative and helpful collaborator. I have limitations and won't always get it right, but your feedback will help me improve. Um, not sure where to start. You can try. Tell me about the code uh, within Google slash Jack GitHub repo. Brainstorm a list of team bonding activities for my summer worksheet. Give me some ideas to surprise my movie. Um, uh, uh, Tell me how to improve Twitch. Let's see what it has. Doesn't know what Twitch is. Maybe. Uh, there are many ways to improve Twitch, both for streamers and viewers. Here are a few ideas. For streamers, improve your streaming quality. This means having a good webcam, microphone, and computer setup. Uh, I don't agree with that. Personally, I believe you should improve on yourself. You don't need good stuff. Maybe a good microphone. Uh, good microphone, probably that's probably all we need. Um, uh, be engaging. Talk to your viewers. Answer their questions. Interact with them in Twitch. Chat, chat. This is just general streaming uh, for viewers. Be respectful. This means yes. This is you. Be respectful. Uh, the difference between Bard, but the difference between Chat TTP and Bard is Bard has access to the internet. Uh, chat, yeah, because didn't didn't chat GTP is finished at 2021. Um, here's some other ideas how to improve Twitch. Add more features for streamers. This could include like better tools for moderating chat. Um, and let me see if I can just shrink this a bit. There we go. Um, add more features for viewers. This could things like better chat moderation tools, ability to create and share clips, and ability to support streamers directly. Make the platform more accessible to new streamers. It's including like providing more tutorials and resources and making it easier to get started. Now, okay, so that I said, let's not charge streamers for the first 50 subs. Get them free, right? First 50 subs for free. 100% perfect. No ads. No ads on anybody who's under 25 concurrent minimum viewers. 
I think there's no need, you're not making any money from why you even bother ruining someone's stream. Make the platform more welcoming to all users. This could include things like cracking down harassment and toxicity and creating a more inclusive environment for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah there's some good things there. I mean, yeah, all right. Um, okay, so uh, barred over chat GTP. Interesting. I'm going to save that uh, under my Fragmental 2023 folder, new folder for a new year. Um, ask it for more creative. Can you, can you give me? Come on, Bard. All right, start a podcast, write a blog, create a YouTube channel, start a business. Oh, no, does it, does it not follow one from the last one? Oh. On the above answer. Uh, create a Twitch university where new streamers can learn the ropes. Host more community events. This could include... Things like tournaments, game nights, and meetups. This is for general streamers, I think. I mean, yeah, like Twitch is, this is the difference between YouTube and Twitch streaming, right? Twitch streaming is about the now. YouTube streaming is less about the now, but more about a watching someone play a game or watching someone live but that was like a post record because a lot of people watch back on the streams on youtube i sort of found that people would watch back on the content more than they would watch back well you don't watch back on twitch streams i mean who who goes back and watch people's previous twitch streams i mean nobody really does right i mean generally people would watch people live and if they're not live they won't watch them different for youtube um Partner with game developers, allow Twitch to offer exclusive content and experience to users. I mean, they do a lot of that with the Twitch drops. Create a Twitch Originals program to use high-quality content for the platform. This could include things like TV shows, movies, and documentaries. Uh, expand new markets, things like China, India, and South America. Are they think okay, so they didn't do China. Oh, I know they do China. I didn't realize they do India and South America. Uh, these are a few ideas to prove on Twitch by working together. Streamers, viewers, and Twitch can make the platform even better for everyone. Um, I, I think, like, how, I guess, the, I guess the, one of the ways to improve Twitch is to actually get the platform to make money for itself. And how, how do you, like, the platform focuses so heavily on their, their, their golden geese uh, or their fattest calves, the guys that write at the very high end that they don't really, apart from like, oh, you can become a partner at 75 from current, they don't really focus on the middle guys. And I think if they want to grow as a content creator, they've got to, they've got to empower the guys in the middle as opposed to focus on the guys at the top. Because the guys at the top at the end of the day, you don't, you don't want to have your main customers just the top, the top few percent. It's better to have a bigger pool of customers um, in the middle range that if you lose 10%, it's not going to drastically affect you. If you lost 10% of your top streamers, that is tough. That is really, really tough. 
Um, the problem is the top stream as well. They also want more money as well. They want to, you know, they, they want to take a bigger cut. So um, I'd focus on the middle guys. I'd help them promote the content. I'd promote them on our own platform. If it was Twitch, um, I would, I think embeds in my mind, I know, okay. And we will talk about, let's talk about embeds. Um, and we, we, again, we touched on this earlier, at the very start of the stream. Um, embeds uh, and this embeds, on the uh, on the front page front page is basically an embed it's uh, an embed is like your stream on a website that uh, somebody necessarily isn't fully engaged in your stream but it counts as a view uh, and if you're on the front page of twitch uh, or if you are on the um, if you have an embed on a website then that will count as a view and it will push you up the rankings now the thing about the the uh, the twitch system is that everyone discovers uh, new streams or by um by viewership so if you have a thousand people you'll be part of the ranking system over the person in the directory who has say 500 people and that will be the person put over the person who's 20 uh, and then he over the five etc um whereas how youtube works it's not necessarily the amount of people that are watching youtube works by uh, the algorithm of the uh, the content that you're putting so the game your description your thumbnails uh your um your title the tags uh, and what generally your stream content is about. The problem with live over a video is that over a video, uh, YouTube can um, uh, analyze that video and work out that your tags and your description and uh, your title uh, and the video all sync. And therefore, when someone's searching for that, they will then um, they will then uh, put that video in front of someone. When you're doing live, obviously they can't. Uh, YouTube can't take out take the content the rich content that you're talking about uh, analyze the uh, the dialogue and the conversation that you're having and then feed that in their search algorithm so um yeah which is why lives aren't always thrown up into search as much as say um your videos um but again this is the difference between twitch twitch and, uh, and, and youtube um, I've forgotten what I was on about then. Uh, we're talking about embeds. Okay, so yeah, um, YouTube doesn't allow embeds. doesn't count as views. You can embed your video and it won't count as a live view. Twitch does. Uh, and I think the reason why Twitch does this is because it's reliant on the embeds to make itself feel bigger or appear bigger to advertisers than it actually is. I think there's a, not a huge... If you compare Twitch and YouTube, like Twitch doesn't even exist. If you have a conversation with people, uh, Joe blogs and say, oh, I'm a streamer on Twitch, they'd be like, most people are like, what's Twitch? Is that like for birds or something like that? What's the deal with that? Whereas uh, if you say, I'm I'm a YouTube streamer, then instantly you are tarred with the uh, the Jake Paul uh, or Logan, whatever it is, tub brush, and you're like, oh, you're one of those streamers. She's like, no, I stream on YouTube, but everybody knows what YouTube is. That's the point. Um, where no, not everybody knows what Twitch is. Twitch is a very small platform in comparison to um, to YouTube. So um, I, I feel that Twitch needs to have the fake views in order to kind of like pretend that it's bigger. Now, I, I'd be interested to actually know what the reactions would be to like the big sponsors of uh, ads on Twitch if they knew that majority of, say, their views... Let's say you take you took um, Lucky Ghost's stream back when I know Blackwood dropped on Elder Scrolls Online, for example, and uh, he had ten thousand concurrent views, um, and he was comparing himself to Ninja. Um, 
the only reason he got 10,000 views is because his website had a load of people were looking at builds on his website and nobody's actually engaged in his chat. Well, there's probably, I don't know, the usual 150, which is nothing to be sniffed at, but at the same time, there are um, the embeds are carrying him and carrying that platform. YouTube, there is not that. YouTube is actually a lot more than that. Paul, hello, mate. Welcome in, dude. Welcome to the stream. An extension on barred AI prompts in Twitch chat that auto answers the questions. An extension for a oh, is this is this is this a is this a, an idea, Anthony? That you think that could be a good? I mean, basically, if you had if you had an AI chatbot as a you could make a you could literally make a a Twitch viewer that would sit in your chat and talk to you but it would be ai and you'd have to have it listen to the live stream so then it could i mean this is okay this is a mod that they did on skyrim right where they, they the guy created an ai mod that basically um <laughs> you could talk to you could talk to the uh the uh pve characters um uh, in in uh, skyrim uh, you could, I can imagine if you create an app, then you would never know who. I mean, this is this is the okay. Now we, this is why we're in trouble with AI. You can make an entire Twitch stream avatar and viewers all AI. You can make an entire Twitch stream, stream avatar and viewers all AI. Like, what is the world? I mean, literally, we don't know if we're talking to real people or if we're talking to, like, it's you know what this is. This is going to imp this is gonna make everybody go outside and touch grass. Like if you can go on social media and you don't know if you're looking at AI generated content or if you're actually listening to the president or you're listening to your prime minister and you go, I don't know if this is fake or not. Um, how do we verify whether it's fake? Well, the AI's got to say good, we don't know. And you're in Twitch chat, I don't know if you guys are fake or not. Um, I can't tell because because the AI is so good and having a conversation with somebody. Uh, like literally we're going to have to take the camera out and go and live stream in the streets and get people around and say right everyone's got to sit around and have a conversation like I, I could be I could be I could be an AI you can right now clone yourself your voice everything and run a stream you know what I wouldn't mind cloning my voice and then writing a script and then having my voice read the script out to me because when i record my youtube videos if i if i if i write the script sometimes it's a lot harder to record but yeah let's uh the ai turing test yeah let's be honest who cares if people feel engaged and you're helping people yeah but imagine all you're doing is imagine if all you had in your chat was ai bots and the streamer was AI. Literally, it's AI talking to AI. Can you imagine how weird? I mean, as an observer, that'd be so weird, wouldn't it? Right? Everyone, let the AI talk to the AI and see what happens. They <laughs> sort of like 15, 15 seconds later, the AI is discussing how to take over the world. <laughs> you could, uh, you get the, oh, well, uh, yeah, AI to, uh, to sub, yeah. You don't need to write the script, just give keywords and it'll write it for you. Oh my goodness me. Yeah, well this is, I was looking actually at, um, at a website, uh, I forgot what it's called actually. Um, Pictify, where you write you write words and it brings 
script or a movie and you can write YouTube videos just from a script and you can write ChatGT to write the script. Um, and I'm sure, I am sure I have come across some videos recently that I've listened to and they've just been generic ones about the economy or generic ones about um, generic ones about uh, the history of politics or the history of like the currency. And I've, I've started listening to it. I'm thinking, you know what? I bet this is an AI generated script and it's been read by an AI generated voiceover. And I, and instantly I just swiped off it because at the end of the day, don't you guys want like a real person to talk to? You know, I exist, right? You know that, you know, no AI is going to have a load of boxes in a room like that. No way I can pick up the webcam at the moment and move it around to look, doesn't he? Yeah, or maybe they can. I am real. That's the same shit I thought. Something. Yes, and they're doing it. People are doing it and they're getting lots of views. Like all you need to do is create a, a sort of, you know, I, I, you know what, I thought about doing this, but at the end of the day, if I want to spend my time doing content, I want to do it. And, and I've lost track of this and lost thought of this, right? So my original MO when I set out to do YouTube back in 2015 was that I wanted to do content that was my content for me. I wanted to be the one that the content was about because everybody else was doing like the real, you know, like doing the guides and doing this sort of stuff. It takes a lot longer because no one's searching for, no, no one's searching for me. I mean, Nobody knows who I am, so why would they want to search for me? But I always wanted to have the slant that it would be um, my content. Now, as I went through the content creation process, I started to do game guides, and you know, because obviously you grow more on game guides, and you kind of, um, you know, you, you, it's easier to make money doing game guides. But then I realised that all I'm doing is creating game guides just to make money. It's like really soul destroying. I started on this whole series of Path of Exile and it was doing quite well. I was getting a lot of traction. I just thought, what am I doing? I'm literally getting out every single skill and just doing a guide on each skill. It's like, there's, there's 360 skills or whatever. It's like, what, why am I doing this? It's like it, it, madness. And, th and then I think, you know, it's almost taken me like, what was it, 2016 to now, 20, so eight years, eight years, mm, seven years, to get to a point where, all I'm doing now is a basic podcast, just talking. And I, and I, and for the first time, I feel genuinely that this is actually probably one of the most enjoyable pieces of content for live streaming for me because I'm literally just talking. And I, I kind of feel that it's so much more engaging, so much more enjoyable. I thought, well, you know, I, I want to start adding a few bells and whistles and some fun with it. And I probably will do over time. But at the moment, I'm just enjoying the raw form of actually being real, Paul, and talking. And a lot of you guys we've met playing video games, uh, as opposed to just talking but you know as we've all grown up a little bit I kind of feel that it's just nice to have a conversation with people um, and talk as opposed to sitting you know I mean don't get me wrong I don't mind doing my weird wonderful bills and stuff like that but at the end of the day he's got time to sit in front of a video game and learn it for you know weeks and weeks and weeks to put out a, a little basic off meta guide build whatever it's just like let's just have a conversation that's some fun let's let's be critical about twitch and I don't know, YouTube and content creation and, and games and AI and fucking hell, AI. I mean, what, what, a, it's just mental. AI is just mental. Like, I can't, I, I know we probably touch on AI at least every week that we've done, we've been doing podcasts for now. And it's just kind of like, 
yes, it's going to move the world forward, but yes, it's going to bring the world back. Or no, yes, it's going to make the world not trust itself. And it's just like, ah. Oh, how can we use it for the good? How can we not kill ourselves with it? How can we not go Skynet? Um, how can we, apart from actually creating a company called Skynet, which is just absolutely idiotic. Um, it feels so long since I clicked on why you suck as a vampire in ESA. Dude, that was, that was ages, yeah. Um, I mean, th th they were fun. I mean, I, I see, ESA um, was a game that I analysed and I was like, right, if I'm going to pick a game... Let's do an MMO where we can do builds. I don't have to be skill-based, uh, although there is an element of skill, but I can be more mass-based on it. Uh, and I can have some fun with it as well. I did enjoy it. So, I was, you know, it was, it was a fun time. And I enjoyed the community on it. Um, I just think, you know, we, we spoke about this and we, but I don't want to go too too into it. But yeah, it's, it was time to move on, basically. Um, <clears throat> but the hours of playing video games, the hours of doing stuff, putting on community nights, great doing websites and doing discourse and all that sort of stuff it, it becomes such a time sink into something that really at the end of it you, you're only getting out a small amount um in terms of say reward i mean the, the reward is actually hanging out with people now for me than actually just trying to make money from these things because money money's uh it's just i it just pretty much too much stress and pressure on things um and I've, i don't need that in my life anymore i've i have I've come out of the dark side. I've become a much more freer, positive person uh, after I've had a break um, and uh, have a different direction in life. So yeah, it's um, it's good. I like I like this uh, I like this new this new means, and it's only one a week. It's like one a week, and you know, like Tuesdays chat podcast, and then we'll go on to doing um, the. Uh, I, I, I don't do miss playing a few games with some people and making making like a commuter night, maybe. Uh, it's not the same game now. Your builds are fun, Maggie. Maggie Wolf, yeah. You're off meta, crazy builds. It's the way to go. It's what I think. It's what, everything in life should be off meta and just. I know people like going down the meta. I am such an off meta person. Buy a house, renovate it myself. Don't get anybody involved. Just go down the hard route, but get self satisfaction. Doing some crazy stuff. Um, you know, just just and and the thing is, sometimes I actually do meet people that are like me, and we just have this weird click of like this is how i do things i do the same things as well that's a bit weird and it, it, it's generally that mixture of being dyslexic and being a little bit um weird as well at the same time just kind of like there's one person that i instantly thought he was my identical twin it was just fucking weird meeting someone with the same sort of like mentalness and the same thought process as me um it's just yeah it's very cool i enjoyed it um i don't often have that conversation with people um so yeah it's um it's good i think life should be uh exciting and different um and not you know pigeonholed at all all right let's see what other notes i've got on tonight's stream uh podcast okay stream podcast whatever um so yeah fixing twitch uh embeds uh scaling donations um i don't know what else there is to oh to fix on twitch um, we talked about Harris Heller. Do, do you guys know who Harris Heller uh, Heller is? He does Senpai, Senpai HQ. Um, he's like, uh, he has a YouTube channel about how to improve your Twitch channel and streaming. Um, and he's gone meta on the terms of if you're going to do streaming, streaming about people doing streaming, because it's like, if there's a gold rush, don't go panning for gold, but sell the tools that you pan for gold. And it's the same thing. If there's a gold rush in terms of streams, don't stream 
just create the tools to help people stream. It's the same concept. Um, and it's what he's done is he's built a very successful YouTube channel on um, uh, providing advice on streamers. And he was streaming on Twitch. I thought he moved to YouTube, if I'm honest. Um, I used to follow him a while back. And he, he was obviously on Twitch. I don't know if he's dual streaming or whatever. Um, and there was a verified Twitch staff member came in. And, and Harris is very... Um, he takes educated guesses about the direction of YouTube or the direction of Twitch. And he looks at the industry and works out um, why they're making certain moves. And this Twitch staff just came in and says, um, I really like content, but I just got to say you're so wrong um, in so many things. And then he was very cryptic about it. And it and it, it just it threw um, Harris. He was just like, he tried to have a conversation and answer back and this whole thing lasted 10 minutes. To the point, it got to the point where actually Harris is like, you know what, I'm, I'm so rumbled by this. I'm just going to end my stream. I don't want to have this conversation anymore. It's just throwing me. And I, I thought, as a Twitch member of staff, to go into a streamer's chat with his verified tick mark. And don't get me wrong, you can choose whether you have your verified tick mark or whether you have your, you know, your uh, staff badge on or not. He could go incognito. Um, but to call someone out live on their stream as a Twitch member, as a Twitch staff uh, member, it just for me, it's just kind of like, why would you do that? I mean, that's just like you're throwing someone off. I mean, maybe they feel a bit salty, the fact that he left Twitch and went over to YouTube um, after he built himself on Twitch, but he wasn't just on Twitch. He was on other platforms. I think he did uh, Vine originally um, before he moved over to Twitch and streamed and over to TikTok. And I kind of feel that, um, like, to be put on the spot like that as a streamer can be so off-putting, but then to have it from a staff members just it just shows how unprofessional the staff are at twitch and from my personal experience i think they are young and very naive and yes they might have a you know good um understanding of how the industry works but i think professionally i don't think they have a good understanding of how business works at times uh, and they're all a bit maverick and they all kind of feel the best of they, they know what they're doing and they're all charlie with potatoes and um or, or they just they just given a script and they're just told to run from the script and they actually look at the situation that they're creating. I think that's embedded in the Twitch way the company works by basically fake it till you make it. Um, and I think Twitch is literally faking it until they make it. I don't think they're making it yet. I've made it yet. Um, so, yeah, I just... <laughs> I don't know, man. I just think there's just there's so much there. I just kind of want to, I want to shake them up and just say, look, come on, guys, you can do this. But then why would I, I, I've already given so much to Twitch that why would I try and give them any more? I don't know. They don't really give them monkeys anyway, do they? Um, anyway, guys, uh, it's uh, crikey. I've been going for an hour and a half. It is time for me to end the podcast. I um, hope you guys enjoy it. Um, leave a like um, on, um, on on YouTube. Uh, see, they should have a like button on Twitch, a dislike button on Twitch. Dude, I think when you see someone on Twitch doing a subathon or something like that and 130 people are watching them sleeping, something fishy going on. Yeah, this just why would you do that? Why is it like why why are you burning your streamers out? Let them be creative. I mean, for me, an hour and a half stream feels just about right. I could go on talking, but I kind of feel my mouth is getting dry a little bit. I want to kind of like chill. It is late, or oh, it's eleven o'clock now. 
uh, and I kind of feel that we can, you know, an hour and a half is great, we had a good conversation. Certain people are not open to having legitimate healthy debates today uh, and the problem with algorithm teaching people. Uh, great podcast. Thank you, Anthony, mate. I do appreciate it, dude. Um, I'll be back next week. I'm not sure what I'm going to do my podcast on next week. Perhaps we can uh, take the conversation to Discord if you guys got any suggestions on what you want to talk about. I wouldn't mind doing the System Shock um, game. Uh, that there are there could be room for um, maybe doing another one. But Bard AI, it we could do. We could do. We could do. Shall we see what Bard AI says just before we go? Let's have a look. Um, what what should I do for next week's gaming podcast? Uh, waiting for the answer. Uh, here are some few ideas. Talk about the latest tech news. Do a game review, interview a game host, play a game together, have a discussion about a particular related. This is kind of, you've just taken my script. Uh, no matter what you decide to do, make sure you're having fun and engaging with the audience. If you can do that, then your podcast will be a success. Okay, well, I think we've had a successful podcast tonight. I mean, I mean, I don't really want to play a game. I think playing a game for a podcast is, is, is more the other stream that I want to do. I don't think I'll do that stream this week. I want to slowly develop that stream because I want to make it a lot more engage, engaging and interactive. I want to bring it back to the days of the hype stream that I used to do, but I'm just going to have to kind of like say work on that. Just keep the podcast for now. Um, we could do, we could bring, I could tell you what, I could interview my brother. He's a game developer um, and uh, he's got an interesting game coming up. Maybe we could do that and then just get him in. Please list 20 topics of, and let me copy this. I've got another prompt. Please list 20 topics of creative gaming topics in the podcast. Right. Here we go. See what happens. Please list 20 topics of creative gaming topics in the podcast. Sure. Here are 20 creative gaming topics for a podcast. The future of gaming. The rise of esports. The impact of gaming on culture. The ethics of loot boxes. The important. Literally. <laughs> uh literally this is gonna be uh i could just take this list copy and paste um the ethics of loot box the importance of diversity in gaming the power of gaming to bring people together the challenges of being a gamer in today's world the importance of gaming of mental for mental health the best games of all time the most anticipated games of 2023 the most underrated games of all time the most controversial games of all time, the most influential games of all time. Okay, there's going to be a theme here. The most memorable games of moments of all time. The best gaming communities, the best gaming tips and tricks, the best gaming hardware, the best gaming software, the best gaming accessories, and the best gaming news and reviews. All right, okay. Uh, you know what? Oh, hello. Should I copy? Uh, and I'll put it on my little notepad here. <laughs> that's, that's the next 20 done. Um... Taking back to 87. I love Bard. It's very good. Hey, Frag. It's me, Dead End. Haven't been on YouTube for a while. Are you playing any MMOs based uh, currently? I need to jump into one. Um, uh, prompting is an art. Yeah, definitely an art. You know what? I tell you just before we do go, um, learning how to talk to AI is relearning how to search in search. And I think once you know how to drive AI then AI becomes a lot more powerful than people that are asking it um, 
how to write a script for something like you need to you need to learn the, the right terminology for it um the downfall of esports as of late yeah you know what titanic i was literally that is exactly what i thought when i read that the rise of esports esports has become a lot less than you know don't quite know why but yeah um e- e- esports is interesting we could do esports this week future of gaming apple headset I don't know. There's so much we could do. There's so much we could do. Right, guys, next week, uh, 9.30, uh, Tuesday, we'll do some topics. I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll take this and poll it up in the Discord and we'll have a little... I'll just go through and see if I can get enough material on one of these. I might bring my brother in as well on the podcast next week, have a little conversation with him. I'm enjoying the, uh, the conversation with chat, though, and stuff like that. Hopefully you guys watch this as a podcast at home. Um, I have got a Patreon set up at patreon.com slash fragmentsall. If you guys want to support there, it's one sub, very cheap. Um, keep things rolling. And uh, then we can throw some more stuff at the... Um, I can get my AI bot in chat and have a conversation with him. Um, yeah, guys, thanks for watching. Don't forget to like it, subscribe and follow. I don't know wherever you are. And I'll see you guys um, next week. Bye for now. Bye.